Over these past two weeks, a cloud of controversy has been gathering over the Gauteng Health Department. It emanates from a Sunday Independent report that a 125 million rand personal protective equipment contract was allegedly awarded to Mazikane to Tandisizwe Diko, who is the husband of presidency spokesperson Kusela Diko. The Sunday publication also linked Gauteng Health MEC Bandile Masuku's wife, Loyiso Masuku, to Kusela Diko and alleged their close relationship played a role in the awarding of the tender. Since the allegations came to light, Diko has requested that President Cyril Ramaphosa put her on special leave. Ramaphosa has taken a firm stance against COVID-19 related corruption in his address to the nation last week. In order to speed up and strengthen the process of dealing with corruption, I have today signed a proclamation authorizing the Special Investigating Unit, the SIU, to immediately investigate any unlawful or improper conduct in the procurement of any goods, any works and services during or related to the national state of disaster in any state institution. On Wednesday, Gauteng Premier David Makuru announced that Masuku would also be placed on special leave. Now, these allegations have damaged also the work that uh, the MEC for Health, as the lead MEC, Dr. Masuku, has been doing. He has been leading our team in the province on this front very well. Uh, and I must say that I'm disappointed. Uh, at this point, I'm really, really disappointed. As the Premier of Gauteng, I'm therefore giving MEC Masuku leave of absence. And that's where we find ourselves this week on The Story. In the midst of a growing COVID-preneur scandal that has cast a shadow over the careers of several high-profile political figures and infuriated South African society. I am Rian Grobler, senior journalist at News24, and this is the third season of The Story. You're listening to The Story. It's a podcast by News24. We'll speak to journalists and experts about the week's biggest story. This is what we saw, heard and uncovered this week. First, we're going to talk to Tzidi Madia, a political journalist at News24. Tzidi, let's start at the beginning. Give us a bit of background on where these allegations originated. So, Rian, the story started about two weeks ago in the Sunday Independent, where you had Pete Rampedi reporting about a 125 million rand contract to procure PPEs, personal protective equipment. It was hand, it was awarded to the king, King Adiko, who is Kusala Adiko, the president's spokesperson's husband. So that's kind of where it started. Then it was just a question of what were the ethical considerations around this, whether or not the king actually declared to the health department that actually I am the partner of one, a senior government official, secondly, an executive member of the provincial executive in Gauteng, in the ANC's Gauteng, and that is both roles that Kusela plays. And then this week, the story continued where Pete then tried to paint a link, really, uh, to create a link between the health MEC, Dr. Bandila Masuku, 
and Kusala Duko and her husband and the the person that he brought into the picture was Mrs. Masuku. Loisa Masuku is an MMC in the city of Johannesburg who is besties really with Kusala Duko. They've been bridesmaids at each other's weddings. So according to Pete, the, the network that he painted is that, you know, that these people were kind of like looking out for each other, you know, a couple girls, their best friends, and they were giving each other business in essence. That's the picture he was trying to paint. All right, he did not overtly make any specific allegations against Masuku in the article. So what exactly is the Gauteng Health MEC being accused of? I think Bandila Masuku is catching flack purely because he's the head of the of, of the Gauteng Health Department, that he should know better. And you're right, Pete doesn't necessarily make an explicit link in terms of this person did this. He makes the assumption, and it's actually in conversations with people in political circles that that link is made more clearer or more explicitly, if you may. So when you speak to people in political circles, they speak about how, while Loiso is stationed at a regional level and she is an MMC in Johannesburg, she has a lot of say in what happens in the province as far as the husband's department is concerned they speak so they make a lot of allegations i mean all of this without proof without actual proof on papers just people in political circles talking you know where people say but this is how things are done but they fault them apparently for being clumsy saying that why didn't they get proxies why did kusala's husband have to be the one but you also speak to other people who are like how do you blame somebody like Kusala Tiko or even the health MEC? They had nothing to do with it, you know, that these are things happening in the departments. And they would argue in turn, particularly the health MECs, that they have a procurement division. He's never anywhere near the supply chain process. But if you speak again to politicians, they go, politicians, they say they are influential. They do say, you know, so-and-so is ideal for such and such a tender and claiming that the chances are the health MEC played that role. But he has come out saying, I've done nothing wrong. You know, he has pleaded innocence to try to clarify uh, the matter, give clarity at least to the public on what his role was, saying that he's done nothing. And mind you, he doesn't deny that there is corruption in his department. Uh, in the statement you released on Sunday, he does say that, you know, if there is evidence of corruption, obviously he wants to see action being taken. But he himself, he says he's done nothing wrong. Tiri, what has the reaction been from the ANC and other political parties? Well, the expectation from opposition parties would be that everybody linked to the scandal, whether they actually are guilty of anything or not, must fall, you know. Uh, people are calling, in the NC, they, they love saying step aside, you know, so be suspended or resigned for a while or take a leave of absence like Kusala did to step aside until the processes are cleared so that a fair process is, is, is able to happen without the supposed influence and interference by said parties. So... That doesn't matter. I think that's expected from opposition. But it's actually also happening within the political circles, you know, in the ANC, rather. So the ANC's own alliance partners in the province have come out strongly, with Sanko saying Masuku is not that important, even in the middle of a pandemic, you know. Uh, I've spoken to an MEC who said to me, I've even gone to people in procurement and said, hey, so-and-so is interested in a PE, PPE or sorry, in whatever tender, maybe consider them. But obviously this MEC then says to me, I didn't do it to get benefits. I just thought that maybe it was good to put a good word in. But hearing somebody who's in those structures in the PEC and who's also an MEC saying, yeah, but this is how we operate. We do have that kind of influence. is concerning with regards to what role the 
health MEC played, what role Kusela Dugo had played, and the connections between them, because we've also discovered as News24 that there is a business connection of sorts between the king and um, the health MEC spouse. So those kind of connections are concerning, are really concerning, and I think that's what they're grappling with. But because it's politics, you don't just look at the tender, you look at also the political ambitions of these people, and you look at what fights are happening along factional lines, you know. Some saying Loiso Masuku is too ambitious and was hoping to become not only just a Joburg mayor, but to also become the regional chairperson of the ANC in Johannesburg. Some people saying that, oh, this has got to do with the 2022 ANC battle. And I said, but the factions, as you know them at a national level, take a very different posture when they come to provincial level, where the battles are completely different. For me, as a journalist, what 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 I'm struggling with in this entire story is from what I understand, Kusal understood the importance of a role as the first female uh, presidential spokesperson. And I don't understand how one would want to squander that, you know. So while everybody's arguing, yes, they did it within the ANC's own circles, I've struggled to answer those kind of gaps. And those gaps, unfortunately or fortunately, will only find out once Kusal is ready to speak, I suppose. That was Tini Madia, News 24's political journalist. Next on the line, we have Quinita Hunter, political editor at News24. Now, Quinita, last week, Gisela Diko met with the president following these allegations. Could you give us a little bit more background on what happened subsequently? Well, obviously, the scandal uh, prompted the ANC to have their meeting, and the ANC dictated what happened in government subsequent to it. It is uh, quite interesting and noteworthy that the ANC is actually taking this matter at least publicly quite seriously. And the reality of it is that it could not have Bandila Masuku in office with these allegations hanging over his head. Now, the the decision that was taken um, by the ANC and then communicated to the Premier, who's obviously also ANC chairperson, is that these people implicated. So it's Bandile Masuku, who's MEC of Health, his wife, Louisa Masuku, who's the MMC of the city of Johannesburg, and Kusela Diko, uh, who's a Gauteng uh, ANC member, as well as president spokesperson, should all take a leave of absence for four weeks. Now, this is really not a suspension of sort. It's just a leave of absence um, from their jobs while an investigation is happening. Now, the reality of it is that I don't think the SIU is going to be even in a position to provide a preliminary report in four weeks, right? The second thing is that the ANC, they say that the ANC Integrity Committee needs to clear them before they return to office. So the fact that they're saying four weeks, what happens if the ANC Integrity Commission does not clear them? Now, there's also a history with the ANC Integrity Commission is that even though it had made findings about um, one Brian Shongwa, right, and and Kedani Mashangu before. It had made finding about those uh, implicated in the VBS scandal, for example, long before it made findings against former President Jacob Zuma. But the executive, whether it's the ANC's Provincial Executive Committee or the National Executive Committee, have just chosen to ignore it. So there isn't really a precedent set of, you know, that the ANC will take its own structure that it set up um, seriously and fulfill the recommendations of whether or not these people should be either suspended or disciplined, etc. Right? So so in this four weeks, Makura now had to appoint an acting MEC. He relied on his ally, 
someone he, he, he trusts very much and someone who has been there for him to effectively stand in that position. So he, he's appointed Jacob Mamabolo, who is the MEC for transport, to act during this time. Quinita, what has the reaction been from civil society organizations regarding these allegations? I think that uh, the ANC obviously had to act. Um, more importantly, this is damage control for the ANC. And there is a history, Rian, of the ANC taking this type of action in the hope that sort of the public anger and the and the and this you know sentiment from civil society organizations kind of calms down and then they you know quietly slip back into office. So it's it's a matter of whether we will still care about this conflict, this possible corruption, and all of these allegations in a month's time. And I think what many people are, are, are hoping for is so that there's a, a level of nonchalance by the time they return to office. The other issue is is around the the man at the center of this, which is the chief deco, who's now comes. We now know that he's not a king; he's a chief, and his role. And I think that that is not going to go away anytime soon. There is so many tentacles of this particular story and scandal, and I think that um, you know having people. People step aside so that you know public sentiment will cool down a little bit is not going to be enough. I think that there is definitely more to this. I think that there will have to be a proper uh, explanation given. And the ANC saying to Makura, you need to take this, you know, residence into your into your confidence by explaining what happened. I think again, that's all a PR exercise. But the truth of the matter is that a thorough investigation is needed. And if they return to office before their investigation is completed, it will be a farce. And that's it from us this week. I'm Rian Grobler and this episode was produced by Shante Schatz. <laughs>